Hi, this is Jim Lyon. You're listening to Viewpoint, and Viewpoint is on the road today in Chiang Mai, Thailand. We are here with a convention of believers from all over Asia in an arc of nations that reaches from Pakistan to Korea, from Japan to Australia, and everything in between. Great nations like China and India are represented, but so are some of the most dynamic and developing countries in the world. And delegates from all of these countries who honor Jesus as Lord have gathered here to be encouraged by one another, by the Holy Spirit, and by the future and the way in which God is walking ahead of them. One of those people is a remarkable woman who provides leadership to a whole family of churches in the nation called Myanmar. And her name is Dorothy Colney. She'll be with us. Stay tuned. Myanmar. It's a nation that is sandwiched in Southeast Asia, hard and fast against nations like India and Thailand. It has over 1,200 miles of unbroken coastline on the Andaman Sea and the Bay of Bengal. It is a fascinating, exotic, and mysterious place. I have been privileged to visit there, and today we are privileged to have with us a leader, a woman of great stature, of brilliance, and courage. Her name is Dorothy Colney. Dorothy, thank you for being with us. Thank you. Now, Dorothy, you have lived in Myanmar all of your life. Is that right? Yes, I was born in Myanmar. And uh, Myanmar is sometimes called Burma. That is a name used for many years on maps and especially during the British period. And we say the British period because it was a land once occupied by the British but since 1948, an independent country. Yes. And uh, since 1989, called Myanmar. And uh, as you have lived through many of those years, you have learned English magnificently. How did you learn English so well? I attended uh, Christian Mission School. So I learned English there. My school is Colgate Mission School. And uh, your English, though, is not your first language. What is the yes. language of Myanmar? Myanmar language is Burmese. Burmese. Yes. And uh, these are quite different languages, different scripts, and they represent quite different cultures, really, the East and the West that have merged in your homeland. Yes. You live in the city called Yangon. Yes. How large is that? Uh, about six million people are living in Yangon. Wow, that's a very big city. Yes. And uh, you live in Yangon, and you provide leadership for a, a fellowship, a group, a family of churches and believers that have spread throughout the country. Is that right? Right. And uh, what's one of the most exciting things that you can think of about your life today in Myanmar? Because the country has changed a great deal in recent years. And uh, as someone who helps lead churches, are you finding this to be a good season for the church, or is it a difficult one? Yes, we came across many difficult time through our church ministry. The church was started in 1985 and we faced many difficulties and one of our churches in Mandalay was asked to stop worship service 13 times. 13 times. times it yes. was shut down essentially. Yes. By the government. By the government, yes. So our pastor has to sign up that he will not have uh, worship service at the sanctuary for for 13 times. And they went around to members' houses on Sunday and have worship service. Now, when we talk about the government intervening in the local church's life and forbidding them to meet, 
We're talking about a government that uh, has changed in recent years, but for many years it was very anti-Christian, anti-minority groups. I mean, it, it had a lot of dark edges. And you lived through that many times. And yes. what kind of other difficulties did those years provide for you? I mean, the government might come and say you can't meet here. Uh, were there restrictions on free speech or speaking about Jesus in, in public places? What kind of difficulties were there? They are not allowed to preach the gospel everywhere. But in those difficult times, we prayed and prayed and we can spread the gospel in many places, though there are many difficulties. Sometimes we can go to prison if they seize us or something like that. And so indirectly, Christians are persecuted not to be officially promoted or something. And then uh, many in many ways. So a uh, foreigner cannot come and also foreigner cannot preach in the in the church or something so that kind of things we have to overcome and also there are many difficulties when we speak we can preach only about the our belief in christianity and we cannot preach about other thing political or something so there are many restrictions we have to do that but since 2011, so our government changed. Not the, you know, the army. The army was rule, not not rule anymore. And the civilian government become government, and they give us much freedom. Free elections took place. Yes, and the free people election. chose their leaders for the first yeah. time in many years. Yes, yes, the first time, over 50 years. Over 50 years after and that. That um, has given a breath of freedom. Yes, yes. When we come back, I want to talk to you, Dorothy, a little bit about how that change in the last five years has altered the course of the church's life, too, because now you don't have to be so careful yeah. and you have more freedom. Yeah. When we come back, we're going to talk about how that has altered your course, but also how the Lord has answered prayer. Our 
We're visiting with Dorothy Colney. She leads the Church of God in Myanmar, which is a nation once called Burma, and a nation experiencing a new breath of freedom, and I would suggest in no small measure to the prayers of God's people who longed for a new day. Now, I've been to Myanmar, Dorothy. It was a guest in your home and in the ministry there. Oh, my goodness, it's been over 10 years yes. ago. I remember going to a church where they were having a birthday party. But the birthday party was actually a cover for the church meeting. In other words, it was not permitted by the government to have an open church meeting. Yes. So all the believers, the followers of Jesus, got together under the rubric of a birthday party. Someone was yes. having a birthday, and this was a big party, but actually it was an excuse to have a church meeting. Yes. Those days have passed away as yes. a new government has come into play. Yes. And uh, that government has just changed everything. I mean, the economy is changing, and the way in which the country relates to other nations is changing. But inside the country, I understand that you and others like you are experiencing more freedom now yes. to speak what is on your heart, yes. to engage other people in your community with important ideas. Yes. How is that changing the life you lead as a pastor, as a shepherd? as a leader. So the Man Mandalay church was persecuted for, you know, they were asked to stop worship service 13 times. And then since the civilian government uh, rule, they won the election and the governor of the Mandalay came to our church pastor at Christmas time and he presented a big Christmas cake and written on on the cake, from now on, you can worship freely. Well, my goodness, it must have been <laughs> unforgettable. Yes, yes, that that's that's was really uh, an uh, exciting, and we we were very happy about that. So even the governor and you know the government people came to our church, one of our churches in Manly, and they said that we can worship freely now. 
So since then, we can talk freely, we can talk, preach freely, and also we can worship freely. So there is no restrictions or no disturbance. And you can invite people to your house of worship. You can encourage friends and neighbors to talk about your ideas and thoughts, even as you listen to theirs. Yes, yes. And there's no repercussion. Yes, yes, sure, sure. So many, many people, those who are interesting in our Christianity, they came and listened the gospel at our churches. Our pastors are preaching and doing evangelism nearby their area. They are doing a very good job. So many people are coming into our, our churches and we don't invite other believers from other churches, but those we have in our churches, we preach to them and they convert it and they come to our church as a member and they took water baptism. You mentioned to me earlier before we came on air, Dorothy, that the Billy Graham Association even is now planning a crusade in Myanmar. I mean, something unthinkable just five years ago. And that the highest levels of the government are planning to attend. Yeah. Even the daughter of the vice president, she's a believer. How does that work? Yes, Billy Graham crusade was done on 18 to 20 November. And the attendance was uh, 17,000 over. And over 5,000 people received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. That was the first thing we can see the big event in our Myanmar Christian history. And even our state councillor, Aung San Suu Kyi, and also our president, U Tenjo, and vice president, Henry, uh, he is a Christian, and they are planning to come, but they, they cannot make it. But the, the daughter of the vice president, she came and she sang a song, and uh, a uh, gospel song at the crusade. And again, it's so incredible to even imagine such an event. Yes. When just a few years ago, you couldn't even speak freely about yeah. Jesus in your own house yes. without fear yeah. of, of some kind of uh, persecution. What a world. Yeah. I think there are a lot of lessons, Dorothy, that you and your friends and your family have learned through this season that probably have application to all of us in life when we face difficulties. Yes. And when we come back, I'd like to ask you about that. Yes. What are the things you've learned? What have the people of Jesus learned in Myanmar as they suffered through dark days and now find new days? We'll be right back. It's hard to stand on shifting sand. It's hard to shine in the shadows of the night. You can't be free if you don't reach for help and you can't love if you don't love yourself. So take this heart of mine. 
Myanmar is a nation which for over 50 years was governed very severely by a military dictatorship. And Myanmar is a nation with a long and historic allegiance to Buddhism. And this military dictatorship sought to reinforce its own status and influence through an embrace, an almost militant embrace of Buddhism. And that came at the expense, of course, of people who believed otherwise, like Christians. Mm -hmm. Our guest today, Dorothy Colney, is a native to Myanmar. She has been born there, lived her whole life there. She's lived through many, many experiences, but she loves Jesus Christ as her Lord. And uh, she has lived through times of great persecution and now is living through a completely new era since the government has changed, the military dictatorship has ended. A Nobel Prize winning laureate, Aung San Suu Kyi, has been released from prison and has led her country to a new breath of freedom. There are other people in the government now, a civilian government that are providing freedoms. As you look back at all of this tumultuous history, Dorothy, and and think about the impacts on your own life and the life of the church people you love and that you lead, what lessons could you draw from this experience that might help anyone listening to us today who may not understand what it is to be persecuted by the government but may face towering mountains they think can never be climbed? They feel trapped uh, because circumstances beyond their control constrain them. What would you say to them, having lived through what you have seen? So this is because of our prayer. And all our brothers and sisters around the world pray. And God answered our prayer as he promised in Jeremiah 33, 3. If you call upon me, I will answer. And I will show you big and deep things. So this is, you know, in, in the old days... It is very difficult to believe that God will change like this. Even in the government, there was no Christian officer among the government leaders. But now we have the vice president is a Christian. And that that was a big change. And it was a big surprise for all of us, for the Christian and also for the non-Christian in, in Myanmar. They cannot accept at, at first, you know. Myanmar leader must be their religion. But now Christian is c- becoming the vice president. That was very uh, amazing. Extraordinary. Yes, extraordinary. And, and all of these changes at a political level occurred without violence. I mean, this was not the consequence of a civil war. It really was a miracle. Yes, Wouldn't right. you say so? Yes, yes, right. Uh, we see that we all agree that it, it is the answer of uh, our Lord to our prayers because we prayed without ceasing and without disappointing. We pray all these years, though in, in the very difficult times, we are praying and praying and fasting and praying. And some pastor, they, they prayed for 40 days, fasting and pray. And every Christian become they be praying to change this kind of things. But when the change came, we also, you know, even we ourselves also are very surprising what the Lord is doing in our country. It's really, really wonderful. And I'm going to guess that having witnessed this supernatural intervention Mm -hmm. on a big stage, the national stage, 
It has to be an encouragement in a personal life or in the life of a local church mm -hmm. that if God can do that, yeah. then what else can he do when I face a personal challenge or when our church is struggling or mm -hmm. because there are always difficulties in life. Yes. But you have been a witness to the power of God yes. answering prayer if you're faithful and constant in your prayers. Yes. So our faith also increased. We were so encouraged. So if we pray to him, you know, without ceasing and with, without disappointing and believing and with faith, he will answer us. And big things, he, when he can do it. And if he can do the big things, then why not the small things? Yeah, <laughs> That's right, right, right. Yes, is, there, is there a passage in Scripture that kind of captures this joy and this sense of, of wonder that you and your people have experienced in these last five years? Yes, uh, I I like to I like to read the Psalm Psalms uh, one twenty six. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. So. We are really filled with joy. And only one thing we can do is just giving thanks to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Is That is not enough to say to the Lord. But only one thing we can say is thank you. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and as the psalmist wrote long ago, when his people were restored, mm -hmm. so do you say, it's almost like a dream. It's so magnificent, yeah. so wonderful. And mm -hmm. we thank the Lord with you, Dorothy. Yes. And uh -huh. we thank God not only for his intervening grace in mm -hmm. Myanmar, but also for the way in which he strengthened you and others like you in the country yes. who would not bend to the pressure of the yes. enemy of our souls, who would not surrender their faith even though it was difficult to hold on to. Yes. And the Lord has honored that. Yes. You know, I'm guessing, Dorothy, that there are many people listening to us today mm -hmm. who are going to go to their computers and look up Myanmar. They want to read more about events there. Yes. But they're also thinking about their own personal journey yes. and about the challenges they face. And mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you, if you would, to offer a prayer of blessing and encouragement to anyone who's listening to us today who feels like they're living in a scenario where there is no hope that circumstances are beyond their control and they feel oppressed. Mm -hmm. Would you offer a prayer of blessing and encouragement for them? Yes. And do so in your first language, Burmese. Okay. And the Lord will hear and our spirits will know that God is listening. Would you pray with us? Yes. Yes. ปาเปียมญมาปีจีกูกุรัชชันติยะนิกองจีเปยุยบะลุอะแคแคมิโอกูเบตวิจုံยาติเผยุยจอลอยาตออะขึ้นกูกุรัชชันเปยตอจองจ
Thank you, Dorothy. And we want everyone listening today to know that the same Jesus who has answered the prayers of his people in Myanmar can answer your prayer too. If you will just surrender your life into his hand and make a decision that you will be faithful to him and you will trust him to do what you cannot, he can redeem your life, give you life here and forever. And if you'd like to know more about how that same Jesus knows your name and can hear your prayers and how you can be in relationship to him, we want to encourage you to give us a call. Just dial this number, 1-800-757-VIEW. That's 1-800-757-8439, 24 hours a day and seven days a week. We're by the phone. We would love to hear from you. We would love to pray with you and to share with you, hear your heart. Alternatively, if you would prefer not to call but would like to go online, just check out our website, CBH, that's Christians Broadcasting Hope, cbhviewpoint.org. You can read about the ministry there. You can also send us an email, and we will reply. Or at the last, send me a letter by post. Address it to Jim Lyon, Viewpoint, Post Office Box 2420, Anderson, Indiana 46018, USA. But whether you reach out to us by telephone, online, or by surface mail, please let us hear from you this week. Dorothy, once more, thank you for being with us. And... Before we go, I want to offer a blessing in English, a prayer for all of our listeners and for you as well. Thank you. Our Father, we're so thankful for the way in which you answer prayer, for the way in which you are greater than any power on this earth to do harm, for the way in which you have delivered your people in Myanmar and are at work in that country for the good. And we thank you for hearing the prayers of all those who listen to us now, offered in Jesus' name. May each one be encouraged and we pray for your blessing on them in this new year. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. For all of us at the Viewpoint team, for all of us at this convention of the Church of God in Chiang Mai, Thailand, we here at Viewpoint wish you a most blessed and happy new year. And for all of us at Church of God Ministries, which is the host of our broadcast, this is Jim Lyon. Stay tuned.